Ms. Power, what kinds of errors are leading to patient harm or death in Canada? So the most frequent things that we see would be medication errors, so getting the wrong drug or getting the wrong dose of a drug, or you maybe have an allergy to the drug, for instance, and it's recorded somewhere, but it gets missed, and so you're given it. So that's a big one. Uh, we see infections happening. So infections you didn't have when you went into the healthcare system for a variety of reasons, whether it was poor hand washing or the equipment wasn't sterilized appropriately or many other things, but led to infection. Uh, we see misdiagnosis, so you, your diagnosis may not may be the wrong diagnosis, or you, it may have just gotten missed. Um, so we see that happening. And the other one that we see quite a bit, particularly in the communities, if you're receiving care in your own home, is falls. And people fall and then have to come into hospital, and they get into hospital and have a series of things happen while they're there and, and don't recover or have a bad outcome. So those are the most um, frequent things that we would see. How serious of a problem is this? So this is a major issue for us. Right around the world, this is a big issue. We work a lot with the World Health Organization, and we see this in countries all over the world. But in, um, if we just look at Canada in particular, this is the third leading cause of death, so behind heart disease and cardiac disease. And we know that every 13 minutes and 14 seconds, somebody dies in this country from unintended harm, and every minute and 18 seconds somebody is harmed. So these are alarming statistics, and they are not, if we look at other countries around the world, we're seeing similar or worse um, rates of harm. So this is, this is an epidemic around the world, and we're trying to shine a spotlight on it, not only in our country, but in every country. September 17th was the very first World Patient Safety Day. It was celebrated all around the world to try to shine that spotlight on it. What's being done in Canada to address this issue? So there are many things that are being done here. We've been in existence, our organization, for um, almost 19 years. So we've been working with hospitals and long-term care and home care to try to make care safer. Uh, hand washing is a big area of focus that we've been working on, but lots of different initiatives uh, around medication safety, around surgical safety, working with people in home care. So um, there would not be a healthcare provider or an organization that isn't putting some time and attention on patient safety. So everybody's aware of it. Who hasn't been aware of it, interestingly enough, and why we're shining the spotlight is the public. And we, you know, we did a recent uh, poll of the public to find out what they knew about patient safety, and there was very little that people knew. They didn't realize that this was an issue. So that's why we're reaching out more, because we want to give people the tools and resources that they need to stay safe in the healthcare system. You seem to have found that people are reluctant to speak up when they have a sense that there is a problem. Can you explain? Yeah, they are, and we see this in, in healthcare. There's this real deference to authority, right, that the doctor knows best or the nurse knows best or the pharmacist, whoever is providing care. And we, we've, we've had that kind of culture in healthcare for a long, long time. And I think people feel vulnerable. They don't want to challenge people who are providing care for them. They Sometimes what pe patients will say to me, I, I was afraid that if I spoke up, that they may not care for me in the same way or they may be mad at me. And, and so, you know, we, we've had this kind of culture that we really are trying to change to say it's so important that every single one of us 
um, speak up if we see. So we've got this new um, campaign that we've just launched called Conquer Silence, and it's no matter who you are, if you're a patient, a family member, if you're a worker in the healthcare system, if you see something that doesn't feel right, doesn't look right, you, you just know it, it isn't right. Speak up, say something. And we've, we've developed, and it's on our website, you can go on there, um, some tools and resources to help patients and families, to help the public say, here are the kinds of questions that you can, that, uh, you can ask and the way you ask them that won't feel like we're, you're being confrontational or that you're complaining or that you're, you know, but, but really just good questions to ask when you're, um, when you're meeting with your healthcare practitioner, I use this example that I often will say to go, when I when I go to my family doctor's not that often, but when I do, I always make a list and I go in and I say to her, "You must hate me for bringing these lists." And she says, "Every time, I love that you do that. I wish every one of my patients did because you've thought about it. You've thought about the questions you want to ask. You know exactly what you want to do when you when you come here and." So it's those kinds of things. I think there is a change happening in the healthcare system that that your your doctors, your nurses, your pharmacists, they want you to ask those questions. So we need to find that inner voice and ask those good questions. Thank you very much for telling us about this. My pleasure.